Hi, everybody. Um, welcome to another edition of uh, Ealing Independent College's Azumnai Chats. Um, I'm joined today by Michelle, who, uh, hello, Michelle, um, <laughs> a very, very impressive member of the college community. Um, not your sort of, I would say, not your kind of typical student who comes here and cracks the books, and that's it. Uh, Michelle has huge amounts of other stuff uh, going on, not just as a kind of student, but she was much wider in terms of the sense of life outside the college. And look, I've been talking for way too long, so let's let Michelle introduce herself. Um, <laughs> please to you. see Thanks, Michelle Ellen. again. Thank you. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Ealing College, or perspective. Um, yes, I, I was a, a mature student, uh, or am a mature student. I was um, a hairdresser before, and um, I didn't quite know straight away what I wanted to do at the beginning. Um, so um, trying to get back onto the A-levels and uh, trying to study was pretty hard and finding a, anything. So I tried to do it myself. Uh, didn't work <laughs> very well um, and I've looked around at other colleges and no one really gave me a chance apart from Ealing College. Um, it was a quick fun interview and it, they've even made it um, great in the sense that I couldn't even even like the financial side of things they've thought about my situation un uniquely which was brilliant and um, they made like an intensive course where I can take the ASNA2 in one year because they were very sensitive to the fact that, um, you know, as a mature student, I have to work and um, study um, quite difficult um, A-levels such as uh, chemistry, biology and philosophy, which the college had uh, took upon themselves, even though it wasn't a previous A-level taught. Um, but I had so much support with the philosophy with like a lecturer from Bath University who was a philosopher and, and Alan himself was teaching me philosophy and he had to really unpack it at the same time yeah. as me which was, was great it was really good so um, yeah that, that was back in 2015 uh, I finished and well, with really good grades I was really happy with that I couldn't believe they got me to that level um, I came with like a D, E, C, I left with uh, uh, A, A in chemistry, A, B in biology, B, C in philosophy, because I'm a rubbish writer, not because of the college. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think you've been a bit harsh on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sciences didn't require me to write so much, so it was good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I studied there, um, because what I wanted, what I realised I wanted to do was to go into veterinary medicine, and uh, Ealing College has certainly um, helped me get there on, on, diff on many different aspects, not just academically, but they gave me an opportunity to even work in the uh, biology uh, department as well as a lab technician, uh, supervised of course, but they gave me that chance. They were always very open, always um, teaching me new things and we had lots of clubs as well uh, I think Alan you were running the football club at the time that was great mm -hmm. to watch and support our fellow colleagues um, I went to the classical music because um, I thought oh something different let's see and it, it's not every day you get to learn something that's not in your family for example or you know I come from a simple folk so it was nice to do something a bit <laughs> different and uh, um, 
so yeah that was that was Ealing gave that chance you know and, and the community we have is really good and um, we're still in contact with uh, people in my year like uh, Michelle Thompson and Hayley Mackey um, Hamzi as well uh, so it's nice to see her. we're still together even though because I think that's what's so different about the college is that we it's it's um there's a point where there's too many in the class and then there's a point where there's too little and Ealing is just perfect where it's you know it's just enough that you can actually form real bonds and you're just not overshadowed in the back of the class so you, you actually really paid attention to um and really looks after as well in in, in all aspects that's so really good and supported as well and on top of it I think one of the highlights from Ealing College was the a trip that was organized is to go to China for a month, which is still something I talk about very proudly to this day, especially since all oh, the lockdown and whatnot, you just think, oh, I'm so glad I took that opportunity to go. Um, and that was brilliant, a whole month seeing the entire, I, I would consider the whole of China, mm. um, as good as it gets really, <laughs> I mean, I remember that trip very, very well. We'll, we'll get onto that a little bit later. So I, I just, uh -huh. we, we talk about, I guess, what what made you a success really at the college? Because I, I I can remember you very, very fondly as being quite a role model. I mean, you talked about being a mature student, but you didn't find it difficult to make connections with, with the, the students who were sort of year 13 age. And I, I found that you just sort of blended in with them. But at the same time, you were very good at picking them up to a, a sort of required work ethic that you thought was just right. And you, you, you kind of had this really good positive effect on students. Thank you. Um, yeah, I guess it, I think it's because we're, because it's at A-level, I guess I was more with the A-level guys and we're, we're all sort of, we know what we want to do and we, we want to work hard and you're all in it together. So you can't help, like even if you're mature or, or, 17 or 18 or 20 or whatever um you're all facing the same challenge together so I guess it was really good to pick each other up I remember Hamzi had uh, helped me with the chemistry because he was a chemistry whiz and I really have to you know say that because of each other's help it was it, was, it got me there as well so yeah we, we picked each other up I think yeah definitely because we were in the same boat facing the yes. same challenge that's good. I, I think that kind of collegiate community feeling is it's it's almost sort of embedded from day one. N nobody feels like an outsider here. It's quite come in, yeah. come on, let, let's let's help. And I think that's that's really quite critical. And so mm. I think you, you started to move towards that direction a little bit. But what are your real memorable moments at the college? And I know you talked about China, but maybe yeah. if you could pick one that's maybe from inside the college, it'd be really good. And then one from your China trip, because I, I certainly have some many favourites of the China trip, and yeah. certainly including yourself. Um, some funny, <laughs> funny things went on there. <laughs> um, yeah, at the college, memorable. Um, you know, it might not be the most fantastic, but I loved when we all sat around our table in the in the room. We just felt like knights around the round table. Uh, every lunchtime, we'll sit there and just, you know, go through and talk about everything um that was probably the more one of my favorite things is we all shared what our passions are as well 
um, I remember Manveen, she's in doing nutrition dietitian. She was telling us about what we should eat and how, you know, and it's just, <laughs> it was just great just to um, swap ideas and really like to unpack what we've just, you know, gone through in the morning and gone through it together. So yeah, I quite like the <laughs> nights at the round table sort of yeah. atmosphere we had. <laughs> that, that to me sounds very kind of, university halls of residency kind of thing loads of different people doing different subjects and just talking about what they really care about and that's that's yeah. good and that that adds that kind of level of maturity again and this this sort of almost you'd call it a bit of a stepping stone towards university so that's that's really great um but yeah look i i I'm just going on to china i mean i i can certainly remember um one day um getting up at 4.20 a.m. in the morning, kind of 4,000 metres high and climbing a last little bit up a really, really high mountain and feeling an incredible sense of achievement and getting there. Perhaps uh, maybe feeling a bit dazed while we were still up there. Um, and then taking a whole day to come down in this nice leisurely stroll, which to me, I always remember that most fondly. Like this this feeling that, um, I think it was about maybe... 11 o'clock in the morning and yeah. we'd been up this mountain at seven o'clock and then we'd come back down and it was 11 o'clock and we'd, we were a fair bit down the mountain and I kind of thought do you know what it's like it's 11 o'clock in the morning and I've already climbed a mountain today I don't need yeah. to do anything else that, that's pretty good <laughs> just just a mountain that was just 5,000 through yeah, yeah just over yeah. 5,000 meters yeah, on, on the on the yeah. <laughs> rising from the Tibetan plateau yeah all that yeah. Kind of, um but can, can you remember anything else from China that was really like I don't know just grabbed your your imagination and just went with it yeah the mountains was 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 the the climb was just fabulous um some of the lakes out there as well and actually you have to really pinch yourself thinking wow we're really here and that that scene with the horses being free and ha them having to find the horses because they run off a bit too high up the mountain so that was quite funny and um me asking them if I can milk the cows <laughs> <laughs> um, I, do, I do also remember our guides in China as well um so we, we we thought we'd done this amazing thing getting up this mountain and we had all the gear <laughs> on all these like top of the notch sort of walking shoes and all our layers on and, and our, our, our lovely guides were just wearing trainers and a little loose jacket and stuff that's all right come on I do this every day what, what are you worried yeah. about yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, on top of that I, I just I remember the food and, and and all these incredible things and 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 just this sort of sense that I think you're right Michelle it's like you almost have to pinch yourself that you're there but this 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 notion that you, you just have to make the absolute best of these things uh, yeah. because they don't come around that often and and obviously you're yeah. right since coronavirus it's not like you can just get on a plane and head off to the Chinese mountains can't yeah. do that anymore but but yeah. there you go and um, so right. after the college then and you did really well as you said wonderfully well in fact like what have you done since because it's it's not a case of or you just leave the college and then, I don't know, three months later, you're, you're where you want to be. It takes a lot of knocks and opportunities and doing your best and stuff. So yeah. what happened next? Yeah, well, I applied to uh, to university to do the biomedical sciences or bioveterinary sciences. Um, and I applied to uh, RVC, Surrey, I think Nottingham uh, and I think Bristol. 
Um, and funny enough, I was again rejected by all of them. And I got Surrey only. And then I went to Surrey for the three years and I did my bio-veterinary degree there. Uh, wonderful time again. Um, again, hard, you know, not, it's not easy. It's a bit like doing four A-levels per term. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of work. And it's a different sort of um, system where you need to like rearrange the way you make notes, for example, and adjust to the way uh, things are done. But there's a lot of freedom in it. And I think at Ealing, again, is that it has, like you were saying, a like a university halls type of um, feeling. And it's sort of made, it, made me anyway, because I didn't have a clue how, what it would look like for being at university. Um, and uh, I guess it's fresh for everyone. And it, it was a very good preparation for that. It was already sort of easy to just slot into the, to the way of university life. Um, and yeah, the courses was really good. Um, very uh, tough to get that first, definitely. Um, but we got there and uh, then I applied again to um, vet, vet school afterwards and went through the whole interview process and whatnot. And yeah, now, now we're at RVC. So yeah, it took a lot, um, but we're there, we're there on the... And, and, and that's great. And, and I can, because I can remember when uh, you were here and you were always talking about veterinary science and it's where you wanted to be. And it's just great that you've got there and you, you must find what you're doing right now so fulfilling. Yeah, definitely. And again, it has, um, with medicine, it's, you've got to readjust the way you make notes again. It doesn't work like for the previous degree. So anyone who does go into medicine, even straight from A-level, there's, a, you know, there is a, a, a good thing to think about, about how to organise those notes and um, what works best for other for people to get it in. Because it's not just modular, like, learn it and then to the test and forget about it yeah. it's, it's really like it's quite a lot of like um what do you call it like rotational learning so you keep going over it and over it and just keep layering it until it's in your mind so yeah it's a uh, it's good I'm very happy to be it's very it's definitely fulfilling definitely fulfilling I love everything I learn <laughs> um it's so worth it oh gosh it's all so worth it to get to be here and to finally learn what you you've been hoping to learn um and it doesn't really feel like too much hard work it's quite an enjoyable a joyful learning I guess. yeah I, I i i certainly i'd sympathize with that i mean if you if you're doing something that you absolutely love it, it doesn't feel like work it just feels like yeah, this this is just my vocation and this is just how yeah. it should be which is just really really good um no, that's great. I mean, could you sort of describe a typical week in your life then? Because I know you're going to do something tomorrow, um, which is incredibly like exciting. And yeah. this, only, this only happens at one point in the year, so it's, it's all yeah. good. But I'll let you talk about that. Uh, a, a typical day, uh, right now, because it's all online uh, at the moment, um, we would have I'll, I'll, we would have uh, quite a few lectures. So we have about, I would say, a typical week will be better summary than a day because mm, I'm good, at home. Good. Go, go for that then. Because <laughs> I walk my dog and then <laughs> um okay it's a typical week we'll so we'll have two like uh, two practicals a week uh where we will do dissections and or or just point to point anatomy for example and that would be based on the main sort of topic that we are heavily focusing on we would do um different topics like three or four topics a week but they were all sort they're all sort of merged that they 
make sense of each other. So for example, we, if we do integument and skin, if the, another subject would be parasitology, it'll be parasites that will affect skin or you'll see mm-hmm. skin problems. Um, the, a, big, um, a big one will be reproduction with different uh, animals. Um, we'll get the whole ecology and environmental stuff like some animals are seasonal breeders and so on. So it will be really well blended together. Um, so a typical week would be yes, um, four or five different subjects that will merge with one another, and then two practicals a week, uh, which are about three hours each, um, point-to-point anatomy, where we we go through to actually see it and um, feel the textures and sort of really get our hands on. Um, neurology was a fun one, but yeah, it was good. So that, that will be a typical week, yeah. About yeah. 30 hours of lectures, though, online. So it's quite... That's quite hard, setting that computer. Yeah, it's a lot of videos. I, I heard that, um, so you're going to do some more practical stuff from tomorrow. Um, and that must be really, really good, because you really get to be what you want to be. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We have, um, we have to do um, 24 weeks of, well, because I'm doing it accelerated, um, but uh, I think they've reduced it to 12 or six weeks depending on how much you've done. But anyway, it's from tomorrow we're going, uh, well, I'm going to do lambing, um, which is uh, basically being a sheep midwife for two weeks and um, caring for the little lambs and uh, caring for the mothers as well. So checking that everything's okay. We don't intervene that much actually. It's only, we, we just need to be present to really check if there is a difficulty or, um, if she's you know pushing too long and you know try to help her, them as much as possible so but we don't intervene when it's not needed no. to so of course it's a very natural process and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just kind of yeah I, I mean I, I think back to the birth of my own daughter and it's like yeah. whoa kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> just seeing it was enough I didn't want to even try yeah. and intervene I wouldn't know what to do but even then um yeah it just it must be incredible to, to just be there and see this kind of thing yeah. happening and um yeah I guess that must make you think about um in the future the next sort of three four five years what do you want to specialize in and that kind yeah. of thing yeah it certainly does so we have to cover all the animal sectors whether you like it or not for example because yeah. don't knock it till you try it really you don't know until you get your hands on it many a times I found that even something I'm not interested in but when you're say for example equine I, I'm not a horsey person whatsoever but when I am around horses I'm probably more skittish than they are but um, <laughs> when it comes to doing a procedure sometimes you're, you can surprise yourself it's almost like your body knows it before you know it so my hands will very quickly move around like say for bandaging or nerve blocking um, I found my way very quickly around the horse's leg or very quick they're very com- I'm very comfortable around them in that sense so um don't knock it till you try it I could I could mm. do it if I really set my mind I could do something that's completely out of my zone um and it, it is possible um and it's until you you actually feel it and touch it and you breathe it and live it do you actually know for yeah. sure yes or no yeah so yeah, sometimes yeah. it's a process of elimination as well as you know just choosing something before you even try it yeah, I mean, have you, I, I, I sort of dread to ask you this, but have you had any funny moments so far in your um, sort of running bur- burgeoning on, career? Yes, I have. 
<laughs> I've been chased for like a, a good 20 minutes by a miniature pig. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't get away from her. It was Kira and she was in heat and she's very feisty. And she chased me around this entire farm and there was no fence I could jump over. I couldn't get away from this miniature pig who was out to bite my shins and so i guess definitely well, I, I can't i can't hear any hoofs at the door so at least you did get away from her eventually yeah <laughs> That's good. i did a proper dive over anything i could find just to get away from kira the, yeah. the miniature stuff. pig <laughs> um, good and um, so look just trying to round up a little bit and um, can you talk about maybe some characteristics that the college helped you to to really embed that you've been able to take on to your sort of next stage of studies and what that's then sort of helped you with uh, uh definitely the uh i say of the time management and how to organize myself if i'm you know really to take any anything seriously in terms of like academia um, I always thought I had a good system. Um, Ealing taught me that you can improve your system, you can adjust your system, and you can be flexible with that system. Mm -hmm. And it has seriously paid off in terms of being able to take that same approach to when I had to change for um, university and then change again for medical um, school, like the way they, we have to organize ourselves. Uh, that and it was a huge build uh, in my character as well. The fact that it's you know you, you're no longer lost in just a number in a school. Um, mm. You can you can have a really nice um, experience. Um, I didn't have a great experience at school, so Ealing was very refreshing for me and gave me that hope again. Um, good. Yeah, definitely. No, that's good. Just, just not to be scared to just try something new. You know, like yeah, out of the well. comfort zone. Yeah, I, I said going back to China. I always remember you. You were um, you were one of the ones that could just be counted on when something strange came out at dinner, for instance. <laughs> yeah, I'll try that. No problem. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think you were quite one of those people who um, strolled your way down the street where all the scorpions and stuff were ready to be <laughs> eaten on lollipop sticks, but there you go. Um, so last question, Michelle, any advice that yeah. you'd give our current students just in order to help them follow in your footsteps and really try and hit the heights that, that we sort of know that they can do in terms of their potential? Um, yeah, so um, I would say to uh, not let yourself get distracted by the outside noise so much you know um throughout even i always remind myself throughout history you know some of the greatest people whether they were musicians or writers or scientists they could be in the worst situation there could be famine war or whatever they like just focus on what really makes your heart beat and um just keep going and the fact that there's uh, a college with with people filled with filled with teachers who are so wanting to help you on that way just to take it take that opportunity don't treat it like oh I have to go I've got to do this mm. honestly just do it despite all the no noise and we're now at a critical time when something big is happening and we can um, be part of that historical moment where um we did it despite the outside no noise 
Um, and, just and, and hopefully made a made a better world because of it and the end of it. And yeah. that's that, that's certainly the, the mindset and the, the optimism that I've tried to retain. And that's that's yeah. how it should be, I think. That's, that's right, yeah. 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 So yeah, that, that's what I would say. <laughs> no, great. Michelle, look, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you. as I say, mm -hmm. you, you were here for one year and I would say you made an impact that could easily have been equivalent to about four. So there you oh, go, brilliant. that's what I would always say. <laughs> so lovely to have you on.